0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 2023 Conversation Street Awards. I'm Michael. I'm Gemma. And we are going to be talking today about the results of the awards that you've all been voting for in your droves for the last few weeks. I hope you're all excited to find out who have been your top picks for 2023.
1: Yay!
0: Yay! Gemma, Gemma's excited, aren't you? yeah. yeah. Exci- we, this, we're doing two versions of this awards show. You might have already seen, depending on when they're coming out, the video version that we've got going, which is a bit kind of a condensed version isn't it it's like a shortened abridged award ceremony for those people that just want to know who won what and forget about the chat
1: <laughs> Gemma said make it shorter you? How could you Yes
0: apparently youtube likes short videos I, I don't know about these things but we we tried that so uh, if you you might want to listen to both of them you might get two you might get different things out of them Gemma are you excited to you already know the result are you excited to share the results of the awards today
1: Yes
0: some surprises
1: um i don't remember
0: i <laughs> don't remember what we we did we did have a little prediction before we had to look at the results didn't we about some of them some of them matched that. what we said no some of them matched what we said and there are a few few curveballs out there but i'm very happy to be presenting all of these today and also we've got a few acceptance speeches from some winners we as well We have got some we don't have all but thank you everybody who has um sent us in a clip
1: um yeah, just uh, we. The way this w- award w- is run is it's a public vote combined with the expert panel of judges' votes. That's me, and Which you. is us. And then we combine those votes together to get the winner.
0: Yes, we, we, we get one sixth of the we vote don't, each, don't we? But. What?
1: We don't you, look.
0: You don't look before we We vote. don't
1: use our votes for evil. No, to, just, to try to sway. We, we genuinely vote for the them one. more
0: slightly in our favour. That
1: we. That we want
0: to win, yeah. <laughs> and mo- most of the time, it's not made any difference anyway. It rarely but in the makes a difference. Vote, you generally win. So, um yeah. we have got a brand new award this year as well, haven't we? For the first time, we are debuting the Geraway Award, which is all about Coronation Street's best location shoots of the year. Because, you know, there's so many to choose from there, aren't there?
1: Oh, yeah, exactly. And Michael loves <laughs> location shoots, so we're trying to... Get them to do more of it. Why them.
0: do you say I like them? You like them as well. You
1: go on about it more than
0: I, I do. do I, yeah, I go on about it more than Gemma, but we both do appreciate it when Corey escapes the confines of Media City. So we've got a special award to um, to mark our favourite one of them this year. But it does mean we have retired our award.
1: We have indeed. We've removed the Flaming Nora award from our lineup it's because burnt out to it's last. not fair <laughs> on anybody else. <laughs> not because fair. nobody can win. Except for the beautiful Jenny Connor, played by Sally ann Matthews, we have given her the award in perpetuity because we know she'll take good care of it. It is actually a real award we that actually, we've made. We've made a little because trophy because Sally deserves for Matthews
0: it. and we sent it to her.
1: Won it every year. <laughs>
0: Nearly. We well, had to, well it
1: did, not at the beginning.
0: Before she was in it, she yeah, didn't exactly. win
1: it. Exactly. But no, since she's been in it, she's won it every year. It's been fairly so
0: one-sided. Sorry, Chesley. Sorry, Craig.
1: Yeah, we think we're just. Uh, we, it's more fun to have an award where we don't know who's going to win. The
0: other award ceremonies freshen things up by changing yeah. the awards and getting in, getting out, new ones. This so is exactly
1: like what happened when they got rid of Sexiest Soap Star.
0: It's, exa- it's exactly. It's basically our it? version of Sexiest Soap Star. Yeah, Michelle Keegan is still sexy. She's just not getting an award for it. Yeah, every exactly. Year. just like Sally O Matthews or just like Jenny Connor it's still still Flaming Nora forever burning in our hearts
1: yeah so with
0: that out of the way um, shall we get on to our first award I think we should do AOP loves, it's time for its AOP Award, where we celebrate the best newcomer on the cobbles in 2023. Not been a big, big year. We haven't had loads of new characters this year, have we? We've had a few that have come in for a little bit and then gone out again, but um, we were certainly able to to fill up the nominations list with characters that as long as we especially five. enjoyed this year. As long as, as long as there's five, yeah. So, um... Uh, our five we, nominees. Yes, let's get straight to the point, Gemma. Who are our five nominees? Cassie, Mason...
1: Yes. Sabrina, Shelley, and Lauren. That
0: sounded like Cassie Mason. That's not a character. Cassie comma Mason, isn't it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I say things too slow. I say things too fast. I can never say it properly for you, can I?
0: No, that was perfect. That was perfect. I just didn't know what else to say. Shall we uh, Shall we reveal the winner?
1: The winner of the 2023 a Award for Best New Character is... Cassie! Hooray! Hooray,
0: hooray, hooray. Cassie, played by the lovely Claire Sweden. I will put the drum roll in. Don't worry. I'm not going to forget it like I forgot all the... the Tweet jingle bells. jingle bells all month. Yes, Cassie Claire Sweeney, well done. Um, definitely the, one of the the biggest names to join the cobbles this year. She's I mean it's a, it was a big signing, wasn't it? She's been on the West End. She's in Brookside. Yeah, she's she's Roxy Hart. hosting. She has. She has.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. So. I would have loved to have seen her in in that. Yeah, I I I, I, I must
0: admit I hadn't seen a whole lot of Claire Sweeney in anything um, before she came into Coronation Street, but that first scene when she came in when she was uh, in a hospital bed with Evelyn, well against Evelyn. <laughs> Was scene. To one of the top scenes of Listen the year. To our and it Patreon
1: just, episode We have just
0: recently talked about that. It just went to show straight away that they uh, they got it absolutely right with the nine with minute the last casting there. scene. Yeah, yeah, Ex- excellent. cali I, I, I think also um, another um, Cassie scene that particularly stood out to me this year was that one where she was taking drugs in in kitchen. That Street. was
1: nearly on my shortlist.
0: She did such oh, a good job of that. Yeah, yeah, she's so did. brief yeah it was it was very brief and she was she was later found passed out wasn't she yeah. but you she when she was kicking the bins and it's ah. uh, just inhabiting stephen a little bit there that that fantastic when when she needs to pull out a top tier performance she can do it every time is she's still i'm still waiting for the big big cassie story she kind of came in disappeared off for a little bit um, and has been back with the revelation of tyrone's mother um which it's it's funny thinking that you no, know, in the past five years, Tyrone's family tree has sprouted off in so many new directions. But that um that idea of Cassie still being alive potentially was always there in the back of our heads. I think, um, and I I think that they've done a, a really good job casting her, and um, seeing the relationship between her and Evelyn has been um very fun as well.
1: Playing against Maureen Lippmann too. What a, what a way to join a show!
0: <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. Well, the, the the guys at number nine are one of my favourite families on Coronation Street. I'm still waiting for the uh, debut, well, the the first scene of Cassie and Fizz together. Whenever uh, Jenny yes. McAlpine's back from you. how leave. are they
1: going to get on?
0: Probably not. I'm going Probably to say not Pro- well. pos- possibly not.
1: Might be some friction.
0: Yes. Well, she's definitely a a, a character that's. Um, yeah we'll we'll walk into drama wherever she sees it it's the same with uh, Abby as well we've seen bits of the two of them together and they kind of put up with each other at the moment don't they there's Uh... a there's a a bit of a truce between them but um, I definitely sense there could be fireworks there as well Um, do do you think that she is ultimately going to be a goody or a baddie
1: it's really interesting to To consider where her character's gonna go. I can't. I don't know why I can't see her being in the show for years and years and years.
0: Yeah, I've got no idea whether she she wants to stay. mm. I think
1: it's because Claire Sweeney's got such a big slate of things that she Mm. does and wants to do, I guess. So I I kind of imagine her flitting in and out. Um, But I do imagine. Yeah, her com going away, but coming back. But if she goes away, I think she'll go away under a cloud. I think Me she'll too. do something horrible. I,
0: I get, <laughs> I do get a feeling that if she's not going to be in it for too long, that there's going to be, it's going to mean there's an almighty fallout between yes. them, and she's going to cause chaos before she goes. So she's, she's very good at.
1: I think she's fantastic. I think I, I really like Cassie because of how charismatic. Claire Sweeney is, but if I knew her in real life, I would not like her one bit.
0: (laughs) Definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, Claire was was really happy to be on the the street as well. I've got a fun little quote from when she was cast. Uh, I won't do it in the voice. Um, (laughs) I I could, but I won't.
1: No, because we're going to have a...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Claire Sweeney might listen to this. Well, Claire
1: Sweeney's going to appear in a minute. She will, she will. So the comparison might be against you, I think.
0: Uh, True. Mm -hmm. She said, I've watched it all my life. And, no. I and I can't quite believe that I'll be stepping into those famous cobbles myself I was really nervous when I got the scripts to audition as this show means so much to me and my family and this is Corey Gold yes. I was beyond thrilled and very grateful when I got the call that Ian McLeod is trusting me to play Tyrone's mum and work alongside one of my heroes Dame Maureen Littman so she was <sighs> obviously out, very very chuffed about it
1: worked out that, very well because she got an award for it
0: <laughs> she has she has well I, th- I think this is very uh, very much deserved and uh, like you said we do have um, a thank you message from the lovely Claire oh, Sweeney oh,
1: are we gonna just go through the top three. Um,
0: well we can do if we want to second
1: place was lauren so congratulations that's a very difficult character she has had a tough year has not she oh yes We came second and sabrina is third and uh, sabrina's uh, love sabrina sweet, they just need so. to
0: give her a lot more to do yeah. in 2024 i hope that we see more in her and gav but this is claire sweeney's award this is cassie's so here is claire sweeney to say a thank you for everybody who voted
1: I just want to thank everyone at Conversation Street Award for voting for me for the uh, A-Up Award for the Best Newcomer. I'm absolutely thrilled. 52 years of age, getting a Newcomer Award. It's uh, I'm, I'm blown away. And I love Conversation Street
2: Podcast as well. So well done, guys. Thank you to everyone who supported us. And thank you for your vote. And Happy New Year, everyone. <music>
1: Now it's time for the Top Lad Award for the Best Male Character of 2023. We've got five nominees. Paul, Stephen, Ryan, Tim and Peter
0: some big big names did I there. leave enough gap yeah that was perfect thank, thank you you're, you're oh, getting good. better at this every time this is yeah. this is our 12th one and I think you finally nailed it now um yeah some yeah. really big names there Stephen obviously um we all we often have the big villain as one of the top lads because they're such a main character for the year but is this enough for, for Stephen to pip it this year we've also got you know Ryan and Paul both had huge storylines this year and Tim and Peter are always popular choices as well but the winner of the 2023 Conversation Street Top Lad Award is Paul Foreman.
1: Yay, right. well done. I'm
0: really, really chuffed that he got this. And, you know, I do love Stephen. Ryan, I'm so pleased that he's had um, big stories this year. Um, but but Paul, I, I've just loved this MND storyline. And um, I've had such a change of heart on the character this year as Goodness, well. Yes, yeah. If you go back to like the beginning of 2023 Coronation Street, I was very down on. But well, you know, for the past few years I've been a bit down on him. Um I've just found him a little bit a bit too much of a do-gooder and a little bit like oh, I think there's something dodgy underneath. But um sometimes it just takes a really tragic story to to get your to get your heart melting for somebody. And um Peter Ash has just been wonderful, hasn't he?
1: Oh, he's been fa- he's been fantastic. The storyline's so well written with his M and D and so It's just interesting to see him blossom with that.
0: Yeah, even like at the beginning of the year, it's sometimes difficult to. To, it's hard to remember that he wasn't actually with Billy, and he was. Um, there was there was a scene earlier, sort of January, I think it was, when he punched Mike down outside Summer's house. I Can't believe that was less right, than a yeah. year Todd ago. takes now. the blame. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because this was
1: the summer kidnap stuff. Yeah. Do you remember that, everybody? Do you remember
0: when Summer was in Coronation Street all the time? <laughs> um, but yeah, then Billy and Paul got together, and it wasn't long after that with the we had the MND diagnosis, and uh, to see his struggle when he was keeping it to himself at first. It really helped me to sympathise with the character.
1: Because he was run over by Carla in the the van. Yes. When he was on a bike, on Peter's bike. Mm. And um, he thought it was complications because of that. Mm. So he didn't realise that something else was happening. Yeah,
0: there's been a couple of scenes this year where he's been in the consultant's office and getting various forms of bad news. And uh, Peter Ash has played them absolutely perfectly. And I've also been so impressed with how he's shown the deterioration of his... um, motor skills over the over the year he's you know first it was his hand then his legs now he's in his wheelchair and uh, at first I was thinking how how on earth are they going to to do that but Peter has has found a way I, I just think he's been absolutely brilliant and um, I think there's there's no right way to have any kind of illness but we've both really enjoyed the fact that there has been light in the darkness haven't we yeah
1: positivity with the the horrible darkness um, he he's he was up to no good though, wasn't he? He was stealing cars and things,
2: yeah. um, and oh, he's yeah. also
1: trying to keep his diagnosis secret from everybody. And decided the best time to probably reveal it was at the wedding reception of his. Yeah, well, that sisters. that
0: example that was that <laughs> wedding reception there with him having a bop with his sister after the revelation came out was. Putting him on the trajectory for uh, there are going to be fun scenes in this. We've had like yeah. the skinny dipping scene. We've had the bath time scene a few months ago. We had the stuff with Shelley. I think Shelley was really the catalyst. Well, she was what the the one that was that helped him see that you don't have to be miserable. You can be miserable, but it's not the only option. Um, well, and, also
1: dark humor helps yeah. you. And um, it, it, Paul. Did we know he had a sense of humour even? I don't really know. I think,
0: I don't know. I think I was just really down on him before this year, but I absolutely love him now. And now. we don't know how long Paul's still going to be with us. I mean, he's got his prognosis. How long has he Six got months. left now? Six months, and that was Five a few months, months ago. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm thinking maybe he might pull it out until. Uh, Britain's Got Talent Week possibly or maybe even Easter oh, but it's um, gonna be horrible. I, I really hope that they're gonna I don't want it to keep end me enjoying it. I, do, I don't want it to end not just because I know it's going to be very sad but I'll, I'll definitely miss him uh, when he's gone so as I say I'm really really happy that um that Paul has won this award he's he's really had a massive turnaround in my estimation Peter in really deserves this. absolutely um, let's move on to our next award mm-hmm. From top lad to top lass now, and it is the time to celebrate the fairer sex on the street, the ladies. Um, And we have got five nominees in the category for you this year. They are Daisy, Carla, Jenny, Evelyn and Amy. Um, Really, really difficult category this year, I think, isn't it? There is some tough um, competition for everybody here.
1: Yeah, and it was hard to narrow down who to include.
0: Yeah, Uh, I mean... We had
1: a lot of discussions about who to include. all,
0: All of these nominees here have had big stories. Even Evelyn... Maybe not a big, big story, but she's been a continued presence throughout the year. And um, I'm I'm just loving every time we get to see Maureen Littman on screen. But you've had Daisy with the acid attack, Carla with the, the mental health and everything with Peter recently. Jenny's lost the Rovers. Amy's had her rape story. Um, it's a really, really tough competition, but there can only be one well, winner. Well,
1: it's an honour just to be nominated. It is
0: an honour to be it nominated. Really is, yes. Absolutely. Gemma, would you like to reveal the winner?
1: The winner of the top last... Best female character of twenty twenty three is Daisy. Ah,
0: Daisy. Daisy Midsley. Daisy. Midgley. Daisy. <laughs> she
1: um she came in first. Jenny was a sec second place, close second, and then Evelyn. Yeah. Um. So well deserved win there. What a great year for Daisy. She she well, has what a terrible ha- year. For she's Daisy. had a bit
0: of a. Ru- she's had her ups and her downs, hasn't she? And I, I think it's, it's seen, been seen in her popularity as well. day throughout her time in the show, Daisy came in and. Lots of people loved her. Some people hated her. I was definitely not a Daisy fan right at the beginning. Uh, But to see her go in the space of, what, three years, is it? To being nominated and winning the top last category, it just shows how much strength of feeling there is for uh, Daisy and Charlotte Jordan out there.
1: Yeah, having Jenny and Daisy in the Rovers together is just gold. I love them. I think that um, Daisy's success is down to her being Jenny's stepdaughter, too, don't they, you? They make a really they good really team fantastic. together. They're yeah. fantastic. And being in the Rovers means you're usually the centre of attention but even if she wasn't in the rovers she'd be the centre of attention because Daisy just can't get enough can she? Well we
0: can get enough Daisy this year or well, certainly the script writers and the storyliners couldn't because we had we had the stalking story at the beginning of the Weddings. year Weddings Weddings the acid attack the catfishing <laughs> cat um, we had the, the relationship with Daniel being split apart by Ryan um, then we're back in the pub again at the end of the year she's barely, she's barely had a breather has she Charlotte Jordan? I
1: wouldn't be surprised if she wasn't one of the top appearing
0: oh yeah absolutely she must yeah. be on that and she has been um, accoladed outside of the and we know that the Conversation Street awards are the, the ones, ones to go for but mm-hmm. she's also picked up an RTF Northwest award this year for her performance and the story has as well she got a British Soap award for the best dramatic performance and the best single episode for the so I mean, tech, yeah. it, it, it's probably good that there isn't a physical award for the Conversation Street awards because she, she probably hasn't it? got room on a mantelpiece for it right. but I, I think that she is such a, a charismatic performer. She is one that can absolutely do the comedy and not oh, the over she, the top right. silly comedy. But she's so full of life, isn't she? She can give it. She can do the glance. I think she's definitely yeah, learning she's got from that saucy from look. Sally Ann Matthews, isn't she? Yes. She's developing her own stare of her own. Uh, but she can give the kind of the Sarky comments that I love in Coronation Street. But yeah. the, the drama as well. She she can cry like a good one, can't she? Yep. She
1: can make us cry. She can make us laugh. She can make <laughs> us go. What are you doing? great character and also it helps to be very beautiful. That
0: is very helpful, Mm. yes. Um, I'm still, I'd still quite like to see, I think, in 2024 more about um, how... The, the physical toll of the acid attack has affected her. Because we know that she got splashed on her chest, didn't we? But Yes, she that... just
1: wore different clothes. She,
0: yeah, she's not wearing quite so low-cut stuff anymore. It must anymore, really but hurt. Yeah, I, I think that maybe the romance has taken over a little bit, but there's still plenty of time there. But I am really, really excited to see what she's going to get up to in the Rovers with Jenny. We've predicted it's not going to be it's plain sailing. Good.
1: Something bad will happen. They they are being very silly, but that that's kind mm. of... How we like it,
0: isn't it? Yeah. Uh, I, I think that... We, I was talking about her popularity earlier and I've definitely seen people turn against her more this year. I think they still love Charlotte Jordan and she can always put out an A1 performance but some of her actions this year like the catfishing Daisy's, yeah. Daisy's actions the catfishing the uh, the going after Ryan the sleeping with him hasn't gone down so well I mean I've, I've been guilty as anybody else of <laughs> criticising Daisy for that but like I said just a couple of weeks ago on the podcast I I'm so invested in the character so much that I'm Pretty much willing to forgive her or anything, and well, uh, so I'm sure our, she'll be back on top. What well, exactly? So our audience, so she are won I. the award. Yes, she did. And also,
1: if Daniel didn't want her to run off, he shouldn't have ignored her to done all his marking.
0: Yes, it is Daniel's markings' fault, isn't yes, it? Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Just a little uh, little warning a little of your own there. there for me. Yeah. Um, okay, well done, um, Charlotte. Well done,
2: Daisy. Daisy.
0: <laughs> um, let's move on to our fourth award of the evening.
1: Now it's time for one of my favorite categories. Dun,
0: dun, dun. That's right, it's the Wrongwood
1: Award for Best Villain. <laughs> we've had some good villains this year, haven't we?
0: Yeah, the, the, we we have. We've had some, some, some great,
1: really horrible ones. I think
0: some yeah, really it's a real nasty, nasty pieces of work, yeah. hasn't there? Or we we had Stephen. Obviously, I don't I don't know how nasty Stephen is. He's just been.
1: I think f- the nicest bumbling one. <laughs> <from> among-
0: <laughs> Well, he is Canadian, <laughs> isn't he? And and they are well known for it. We've, but yeah, Damon, I, I've not enjoyed are him. Are you or... do
1: the rundown? Oh, yeah. Go, nominees. Go, yeah.
0: No, the nominees. Oh, let me say the nominees. So the nominees in the wrong end category are Damon, Justin, Stephen, Mason and Aaron. And um, yeah, I think, Stephen's
1: yeah. Yeah, Stephen's the nicest
0: one. D- Damon was looking like he was having a bit of a change of heart at the beginning of the year. I mean, Sarah oh, certainly fell for true. his charms, didn't yeah. she? Um, Justin, he wanted to be nice. He was just... He's
1: mad. Just mad, just mad.
0: Mason, he's the nastiest one, I think, of them all. We've still got more to see of that in 2024. And then Aaron, no consent, Aaron. What can we say? We thought you were nice. No, um, we
1: can't say any more about that. (laughs)
0: Um, Who is it to announce the winner? I've lost track of it already. I think it's, can it be me? I'm going to do this one. The winner of the on Award for Best Villain in 2023 is Stephen Read. Oh,
1: well, there could be only one. <laughs> of
0: course. He did get... He, almost three quarters of the votes yeah. went to Stephen this time. So congratulations, slide. Todd Boyce. It couldn't really be anybody else. He's had lovers. He's had haters. Um, he's, but he's had there, victims. There's, there's, no, there's no denying that he <laughs> has been the main villain of the year. Oh, definitely. And uh, oh, the worst place without him. It what, really honestly say?
1: is. They should not have killed him off. Second place was Justin and Damon was um, in third... Yeah, the I, votes really were all for Stephen.
0: There, there are quite a few of them were. I, I, I did. I went to the um, the tr- tr- trouble of making. Oh, it's no trouble at all. Of making a list of some of Stephen's crimes, just in case we wanted to <laughs> to charge him posthumously. He's he's not just been a murderer, Gemma. He's he's got many crimes that he could be tried for while he's still alive.
1: I wish we knew what the technical terms for these crimes were.
0: Yeah, I, I, if we only had Craig, he could um, also. Burg- probably not know what he was doing. So, he's murdered. He's covered up murder. He's He's, blackmailed.
1: He's, um, what's the word? He's abused a corpse, probably. Mishandled. He probably
0: has. He probably didn't load him into that box properly.
1: Started an illegal cemetery in a canal.
0: Yes, yeah. He has stolen lsd just because it's illegal it doesn't mean you can still steal it for yourself yeah. Stephen. he has used the lsd to drug carla and make her think that she's having her psychosis attacks back again he set fire to carla's flat he Arson
1: um, and attempted murder it, that was
0: exactly she
1: was asleep in there
0: yeah so- i know he took out a fraudulent insurance policy under elaine's That's name terrible. um he's I don't think this is a crime. It should be lied to Jenny about what a sleazebag Owen was. Yeah,
1: that's horrible. Um,
0: he tries to kill Elaine, so there's a bit of attempted murder well, for a few okay. of them, isn't there? Um, he, do you remember he swapped out her heart medicine for those uh, caffeine, caffeine pills, uh, and he left her for dead. That's pretty did. nasty. He set up. Roofers. He set up a fake um, uh, company. There's the Seagull Limited, or whatever it's called, so that he and then coerced. Well. I don't think it'd take much persuading, actually, to get uh, get, uh, Gabrielle to pretend to be the consultant there. She's got away with all of this. I think there's something nasty with this. Um, He pulled a nasty face at Elaine, his most heinous of crimes. In a
1: microwave of all places.
0: He plotted to bump (laughs) Elaine off... By pushing her off a mountain in the Peak District. Why didn't he just die? <laughs> he forged letters. There was that one that was uh, the letter saying that Adam was the uh, not the father of Sarah's baby, and he wrote one to say that he was. He stole a tie pin that Awful. was used as evidence. So he was tampering with police evidence. Yeah. He's whacked him over the head, locked him up in his boot <laughs> for dead, attempting to flee the country, taking Jenny hostage. He has he's got and a list as long as your arm.
1: He was loitering. And if, and that's in- if you're Mr. Tickle. What?
0: (laughs) What? I said you've got a list as long as your arm if you're Mr.
1: Tickle. Okay. And he was loitering on a public highway. Was he? Well, that's when he got run over. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was. He shouldn't
0: have just been standing willy-nilly. That's, that's jaywalking Stephen Reed. We don't have
1: that crime in this country. But if we did, he would have been guilty of it.
0: <laughs> I've just really enjoyed this storyline. And there may be more to talk about it later. You never know. Um, Tom but... Boyce
1: has just played this character so well. He is so magnificent. Can't say enough I've... nice things about him. He's scary and he's funny and he's camp and he's... Um, he's dangerous. very scary
0: in real life, as we saw when we uh, when we met him. Uh, well, we we saw him filming a, a year and a half or so ago. But uh, he he's he not can... scary
1: in real life. He's scary no, he's, when he's performing.
0: He's performing, yeah, exactly. Um, but he's still a bit more of a comedy villain. He's not
2: he's
0: not up there with you know Frank Foster, Pat Phelan for right, full on I... scares, is he? But I've enjoyed seeing him bumbling from one oh, <laughs> comedy of errors to the was... next. Really, I wish
1: he could live it's to like kill John again.
0: on... LSD, I suppose. Yes,
1: it is, basically.
0: <laughs> um, I I, I think, you know, some people haven't enjoyed that, that particular type of villain. They like the, just the plain nasty and, and I think there is absolutely a place for that. But things like, you know, seeing Stephen accidentally dosing himself on LSD <laughs> and having hallucinations down the hotel corridor or, um, or even things like, you know, when he realises that, um, <laughs> that Elaine's onto him or or the, when he gets his, when he gets put in hospital with his head injuries and he's like, oh, oh the, the moment where he looked inside the teacup and you'd realise he'd taken the wrong yeah. one. Or the bit There's where him. he's
1: like sparring with Tim and he's like, you shouldn't make me angry or something yeah. like that. Like, oh yeah, that.
0: he said, Tim, you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he called
1: Tim basic. Now, what, what, that wasn't on the list of crimes, well, but it should have been. Insulting one of the most beloved characters.
2: <laughs> um,
0: I've got a feeling there may be more to say about Stephen as the award ceremony goes on so uh, let's leave it there apart from we do have a message from Todd Boys to thank everybody who voted him as best villain so here
2: it is. Conversation Street you're spoiling me the wrong award best villain I mean I, I couldn't be more pleased I mean that's that's what I was asked to do that was that was what Stephen Reed was about the villain and uh, to be awarded by Conversation Street uh, the wrong award is genius, I'm, 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 I'm over the moon, I really am. Thank you so much. I'm a big fan of Conversation Street and uh, I'm now a big fan of this award. Thank you so much, bye.
0: Next up, it's time for the Our Kid Award, where we celebrate the young ones on the street, the little ones. Um and there's always a great cast of um young characters. Some of some of the ones who we've seen in previous years, like Asher and Amy and Ardy, they're they're growing up before our very eyes, and they are not eligible for this year, but it wasn't hard to find five actors or five characters who we did want to um put up for voting. So uh who have we got, Gemma?
1: We've got Hope, Sam, Dylan, Liam. And Joseph.
0: Yeah, all of whom have had a bit of a story this year. Nothing major for any of them. But um, I think some of them, particularly uh, Liam, has surprised people by how much that they've taken to him in this bullying story.
1: It's interesting this cohort is quite young, really, because the previous ones, we've had more of a spread or lots of older teenagers, but these are the future... Teens and maybe. Yeah, some of them are hopes. just
0: starting, particularly Dylan, Dylan, Liam, and maybe even Joseph are starting to get into some of their, their bigger stories now. Yeah, Sam's always on the show, isn't he? And Hope's never been off it as well. But um we're certainly seeing the, the new generation of rising stars coming to the forefront here. Um I think it's time to announce the winner.
1: The winner of the Arcade Award for Best Young Character of 2023 goes to Sam!
0: Ah, oh, Sam. I love him. I'm, so, I'm really <laughs> pleased with that one. It was close. Hope was um, in third place, place. Liam, second place. So that's really, really good for, for Liam, considering he's just appeared out of nowhere and blown people away in the last couple of months. But um, Sam, he's just got that enduring popularity, hasn't he?
1: Really does. He has, He's had a quiet year. Yeah. But he's still adorable.
0: I'm, I, this is what I'm a little bit worried about, you know. In the in the next few years, as Jude, he, he's he's in secondary school now. He's going to be heading towards his GCSEs in yep. a few years' Got time. To Don't I worry, you Jude. Um, yeah, he, 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 I, I think we might not get to see as much of him as we'd like. But it's still been it's always been a joy whenever he's been on screen. Do you remember earlier on this year when he was getting into DJing with uh, Damon? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so he hasn't he hasn't continued that interest. We've seen him develop a few interests over the years. I think he was briefly he was into football, bri- very briefly into football. We, he's, I don't think we've seen him do a whole lot of chess this year, but I'm sure we still love it. And
1: what about the stars?
0: Yeah, well yeah, he's yeah, he's he, he likes many Maybe things he's, he's got time more, for.
1: It's because he's now got a girlfriend.
0: Yes, yeah, yeah, hope. That's a, that's a lovely partnership, isn't it? I I just want to see more of them together in the next year. But what else has Sam done on, on his own that he he was taken hostage earlier this year, wasn't he? He was in the in the bistro there. I dunno why he didn't take on the um the gangsters after he was so did such a good job with whacking that one on the head with the uh, with the telescope a few years ago. Um and, and he threw Nick out as well.
1: He did, yeah. He this, wasn't...
0: this is a running theme of 2023. We've just had Michael throwing Ed out of his family home. Children
1: throwing children, uh, their parents out yeah. of their own home. I, I
0: think Tam's, Sam started the trend here. and yeah. um everyone's going to do it. Uh, yeah, it's gonna, Alfie's you know going to be throwing Abby and Kevin out of the house before you know <laughs> it. Um, I think you know, Jude Riordan is... I've uh, said it for the past few years that he's been in. It. it was such a brilliant casting. And he's one of the the very few characters or actors that have appeared in the show and right from their, the first line that they open their mouths, I know I want them to stay on the show forever, I, I think that he's got a really bright future in the show I hope that he, you know, he, he does do other things, he's, he's been doing his Brassic on the side as well hasn't on he? On the side um, He's been doing short films um, Yeah
1: that's right, he does a lot of stuff. I, I, I really really he's hope great, that right. he,
0: he keeps his roots in Coronation Street, we need to appreciate him and enjoy him um, while we've got him but um, he, he's wonderful um i what, what more can you say that's everybody loves sam don't they <laughs> congratulations our kid you've done it and although we haven't got a recording from jude here he did send us a message yesterday which i'm going to read out for him uh, he said i'm so happy that everyone is still loving sam blakeman thank you so much for voting for me Corey has loads of brilliant young actors so it's really special and also unexpected i've won Thank you very much. That was lovely for you to write into us, Jude. Um, Good luck for next year. Let's move on to the next award.
1: Now it's time for our Garaway Award. Garaway? It's not, is it? It is, yeah. This is the award where we all go on holiday together. Is it? No, it's not. This is for (laughs) the best location. Shoot.
0: Yes, we talked about this earlier on in the show. This is our new award for 2023, where we wanted to recognise the uh, the small number of times when Coronation Street spreads its wings and and goes out to Greater Manchester and beyond to film scenes in Coronation Street because it makes a nice change of pace, doesn't it?
1: It doesn't. It really freshens the show up to have these different locations. Yeah,
0: I mean Coronation Street, the Media City set itself is expanding over time, and we even since. It's moved there. We've had the Victoria Street um, set up. We've had the precincts in just this year. But for me, nothing beats getting out there, getting on the road. And uh, just just to make it a little bit more visually different. Um, so who have we got as our nominations for this award? Or what have we got, should I say?
1: We've got Stephen drowning Rufus in that beautiful opulent house. We've got Jamma and Chesney getting married in an actual church. We've got the skinny dipping in the lake. With um, Paul and Billy, we've got Justin's trial in a court, and Amy in a club.
0: Yeah, in the club in Bolton. Um, so who I I love all of these. So some really really brilliant scenes here. I just, I think we just need but to say who yeah, the winner is. Yeah, it's not is. just
1: the scenes. It's the the location and the scenes worked really well together. I don't these scenes I don't think would have worked as well. I mean, could they have? I mean, they installed a pond into Victoria Gardens <laughs> for fall and bear. For
0: Justin's trial, you do have your, your other courts yeah. that they sometimes use for the smaller cases, but it, there's nothing that's been to, to Bolton and Filming in the hall there.
1: They could have done the, the non watery moments
0: they, they, they could, on set, so I'm glad that they didn't. <laughs> and don't forget, with most of these, you can also go onto our website and find our interactive map, happen. and you can find where they actually are and go and take a visit yourself. And recreate you some recreate of them. some of the scenes if you want to drown don't, your business rival. That swimming... No, We actually, I don't, think we, we don't we do even know houses. Where that
1: one was we don't do personal houses. Spoil sport. We don't.
0: Gemma, who is the winner of the Geraway Award 2023?
1: The winner. Oh, hang on. That... I thought it was you that's doing this. Is it? Oh, it's
0: me. Oh, yeah, it is. Oh, great. The winner of the Geraway Award in 2023 goes to. Stephen Drowning Rufus! Yay!
2: Yay. Hey. Rufus <laughs> Look, look,
0: look, 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 look. Um, another one that I'm really, really pleased with. That, that got the, the winner over half of you voted for Stephen Drowning Rufus. Second place we had the skinny dipping pool, another watery we moment.
1: We just loved water on this show. <laughs>
0: and um, Gemma and Chesney's wedding came in third place and scary. I'm sure there wasn't a dry yeah. eye in the house there as That's well. That's true. But um, yeah, Steve, I, I love this scene. Um, I don't want to spoil things for any patrons that are listening that haven't listened to our top scenes of the year, but... Um, Stephen Drowning Rufus does feature as part of our discussion at least there, doesn't it? Because it was such an amazing, amazing moment and one that came out of nowhere.
1: Really fun editing on that scene. Great music and... The, the set was great because Rufus, like, lived in opulence. You can't even imagine.
0: Well, this was... It was a, a rented house, wasn't it? Well, yeah. It was a, a lovely it, place. It
1: must have cost thousands to rent it out if you're, yeah. if you're Rufus. Yeah. With a swimming pool in it.
0: I, I loved how... Um, when I think it was a few weeks beforehand, he'd mentioned, oh, I've got a place with a swimming pool in it. And I said to you then, if if someone doesn't end up, if Rufus doesn't end up face up in that swimming pool, it's going to be a travesty. And, and what do you know? A couple of weeks later, that's sadly how he met his maker. Well, sadly for him, I loved it. But uh, yeah, the, but everything that came together to make that scene happen, I, I was absolutely loved. The, the music, like you said, which we don't usually like, the, the kind of cross fades as Steve. As time passes, to give it an almost dreamlike quality, well, and
1: yeah, what? the whole thing was was Steve, was Stephen telling the story mm. to, to Michael without Michael even realizing what That's, he was that that was the cherry about. on
0: top. When he sits Michael down in the office, and Michael's like, "Tell me about how to be a good businessman, um, oh, oh master, oh sage one," and Stephen gets out his whiskey. You see from the the, the camera underneath the glass as it goes in there, and, and then he starts giving this, yeah, mental speech, wasn't it? And written so perfectly that so many of the lines there matched up with what was going on green, whether it's first you need to identify your target and then it, <laughs> a Rufus yes. opens the door or it just <sighs> then just take the final push and you manoeuvre him into the position you want him and it shows Stephen edging Rufus over to the edge of the so pool. So this was
1: his confession, this was Stephen's confession scene. Without um,
0: Michael realising. With the murder as he's well. He's got the sharpest tool but it was very well hidden.
1: Will he ever realise that's what that speech was about? That's what I'm dying to know.
0: Yeah, one day he's just going to sit down and hang, say hang on a minute, wait because a second I remember one time he told me about, about targeting your enemies and picking them off.
1: Do you not think that would traumatise you? Probably. It'd I mean, give you PTSD, wouldn't it? You were sitting in a room with a man telling you how he's murdered someone, and you were going, yes, yes, hang on, I need a pen.
0: <laughs> Let me
1: write this down. Yeah,
0: Maybe he did write it down. He's just going to open his notebook one day and then realise. It, it was so good. I loved... I loved Rufus getting more and more woozy as the scene went on. There was a there was a point where Rufus says, "Oh yeah, it's only business. It's only bu-. like He doesn't realize. He should have realized really because he'd known that Stephen had a penchant for um, drugging people up with LSD. Um, but that would have spoiled the plot for me. I was I was willing to overlook that one. Yeah, he was. He was. But I would have probably had my wits about me a little bit more if I was Rufus. Wow. But so he on himself. He it on himself already, didn't he? Um, and then, then the first, I loved how they they faded into a shot of um, Rufus shaking Michael's hand, or shaking Stephen's hand at one point when he was screwing him over on a business deal, and then it shows Stephen yes. grabbing Rufus's hand when he's saying "count me out the water," and um, Stephen uses it to grab one hand, and then uses his other hand to push his head and It it was it was brilliant, and the, the soundtrack. Uh, the Fat Planet soundtrack just just was made it excellent for me. And uh, we both finished that episode. I, it, the scenes, I don't know how long, five, six, seven minutes maybe. Didn't want it to end. And it's the final scene of the episode, I think. And uh, we were just left dumbstruck. It's not the sort of thing that I need Coronation Street to do all the time. All of these scenes that end up being some of the best scenes of the year for me, if they're due to their technical prowess or effects or music I, I don't want it to happen more than once once is enough for me that has gone down for me in, in history as one of cory's most memorable murders for sure and i'm i'm really pleased that it got awarded in some f- fashion this year with the garaway award
1: yes me too this this couldn't have gone to any other scene mm. i really genuinely adore it and uh yeah one of the, my best best scenes.
0: Yeah, and, and it could have gone so differently because they they're originally going to film it at a canal, weren't they?
1: Yeah, it couldn't have had a underwater, well, could you have had an underwater? That would have been really complicated. It,
0: it It couldn't have possibly looked as good if they'd filmed it in the original filming place and it, and have it actually... would have been felt a bit of a repeat of Teddy's roof box in the canal as well. Well, it
1: also would have been a lot more dark and gritty and a bit more Pat Phelan-y I think.
0: Yeah, yeah. This was this like was kind of fun.
1: Well, this was kind of you know it was. It was because Corey hates businessmen, don't they? This is the thing about
0: Coronation Street. Yes, there haven't been very many pleasant ones over the years. Stephen and for Rufus
1: sure. are both sort of cutthroat, greedy businessmen, and the idea that that they one of them was killed in a swimming pool by the other one is just so symbolic, isn't it? It's like the yeah. the, the, the the um, the. The measure of wealth is what killed you in the end, mm. like how you showed off.
0: Yeah, high-priced drugs and a massive swimming pool.
1: Exactly. That's how all businessmen should die.
0: <laughs> now, unsurprisingly to you, probably we do have another message from Todd Boyce to say thank you very much for his Geraway Award. So here he is now.
2: The Geraway Award. Best location. I mean, brilliant. R- Rufus, drowning Rufus in that wonderful swimming pool uh, Stephen Mayo, Mayo who played Rufus was fantastic. Um, it was a beautiful house and the owners didn't take it too seriously. For example, there was a uh, a slide for the kids to, uh, to come downstairs on uh, instead of using the stairway. And there was a jukebox uh, near the pool area and Stephen Mayo pressed one of the buttons just before we filmed uh, the murder, the drowning sequence, and um, Guns N' Roses "Knocking at Heaven's Door" came on, which was very spooky. Uh, so it was, a, it was a kind of it was a really interesting moment. Knocking at Heaven's Door, just before Rufus got drowned. But listen, thanks so much. So grateful for the uh, Garraway Award for Best Location. It was a brilliant location. Thank you, Conversation Street. <laughs>
0: time for our next award ta-ra Gemma ta ta-ra, ta-ra no we're not over yet this is the goodbye award we're celebrating the best exit on coronation street over the year and when there's a year with a serial killer on the loose you know you're going to be up for some explosive scenes we've got rufus and teddy are both nominated here along with steven himself who came to his uh sticky end thanks to that peter barlow running into him um, we've also got spider Who was squashed. (laughs) Not an animal, but who is an animal is Cerberus, our fifth nominee here, um, who was sadly put to sleep earlier this year. So so hang on.
1: Of all these people, only one of them wasn't murdered. (laughs)
0: Which uh, Who's that Spider Yeah I, I, yeah, I, I thought you were going to say Most of them are animals Because we've got Spider we got Teddy Who's obviously a bear <laughs> And Cerberus The dog yeah. um, Okay Gemma Only I, one
1: of them lived to tell the tale But which one has won
0: You tell us
1: The winner of the Torah award For the best exit of 2023 Goes to Cerberus
0: That was was my Cerberus (laughs) impression there (laughs) Surprise This one
1: was so sad So Stephen came second place And Rufus was third Yeah. Um,
0: Considering we've just been At least we don't have to speak about the swimming pool scene For a second time But um, yeah Cerberus winning That is a shocker First time an animal has won a Conversation Street award
1: Excellent I love that (laughs) Put
0: it in his doghouse on the shelf That
1: can be a fact on our Wikipedia page (laughs)
0: Um,
1: Now how did Cerberus come
0: it was, it was all very quick really wasn't it there was one scene where one he and on the next. yeah one scene where he was getting a, well, eating an Eccles cake off the floor in the cafe he gets a bit of a bad tum goes off his food and then Evelyn takes him into the vets. and they're like sorry he's got bad kidneys so we've seen um roy and evelyn having various spats throughout the year and um this was one of the worst because roy was kind of responsible for cerberus's death i think the vet might have said afterwards that he would have had problems anyway but, but I, I don't know i think this one's a lot of people are still harboring a grudge against roy for this one but the, the it's not the circumstances really it's just the scene itself that's struck a chord with so many people isn't it
1: yeah maureen lipman and cerberus i don't know um, I
0: don't know the dog's name. No. So, I think it might be Cerberus or uh, well. Wow. Anyway, so
1: she... Um she, she's there left alone by her awful grandson who ditches her saying sorry I can't Tyrone was
0: sad about um, Monica he remembered he had a dead greyhound. Oh the sorry is, the
1: emotion of, of what's happening now reminds me of something that happened years ago and I can't support
0: it. The thing you. is Monica never got an exit on the show I think what Tyrone did he was like go and find Monica for me and he's like oh I, where is I don't she? know where is <laughs> I just need to rush off and find Monica I've not seen her in 15 years. No so he, he lets um, Evelyn alone with Cerberus and I think just having Monica As as great an actor as Alan Halsall is, I don't think he was needed. It it was was a dog dog and master scene, wasn't it? Very simple
1: scene. Evelyn's there on the floor, you know, Mm. with this dog with a blanket. And she says, thank you for being such a good boy, Best boy, best friend. This is this is a you proper the like of Weatherfield
0: tearer upper, isn't it? this makes, and
1: this makes me cry. I don't about cry
0: it. at much, but just re-watching it again recently, I was like on the verge. And I think I remember at the time thinking this is really. Maury Littman is easily one of the, the most accomplished um, actresses on the show. So to put her in a scene like this, where the whole With the idea is
1: newcomer,
0: to, <laughs> to, to tug on the old heartstrings, she's clearly going to do a great job. But it, it kind of took me by surprise this one this literally and, um, makes
1: me cry every time we talk about it I'm crying now
0: well everybody's so more, many people have had experience of pet's <laughs> eyes dying and I think it um, brings back memories for, for lots of viewers really and and we, you saw from the reaction on social media afterwards just how affecting it was uh, on the Coronation Street viewership maybe
1: and... one of the saddest deaths of all time <laughs> like I know but, but humans are so soppy aren't we yeah like the we don't know this dog, (laughs) but somehow just seeing Evelyn's reaction and knowing that she was so um, buttoned up and such a hard woman, but watching her just being destroyed by the death of a pet, which is a very easy thing to relate to. Mm, um, mm. It made it hard watch, but it was something I feel like As Coronation Street viewers, we all went through it together. It was like a rite of passage almost for this year. Mm. So I've seen this really, really tragic, sad sad death.
0: Yeah, I mean, we've seen a few other animal deaths over the year that have been sad, you know, Schmeichel, we had Ozzy a few years ago as well, Teresa the turkey, of course, we all shed a tear about that one. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, this is definitely up there with the saddest animal deaths I've been. And I love the camera work as well, when it, like, panned over her, like, his little doggy spirit floating away to that (laughs) that great big field in the sky.
1: Like um, Like in Who Framed Roger Rabbit, when all the weasels float off. (laughs)
0: exactly (laughs) like who very much about it yes Um, anyway yeah well done to Cerberus well done
1: and we also have an acceptance well we don't have an acceptance speech (laughs) because it's a dog so the dog can't write can't sort of send in a video so what we've done is brought him in to the studio he's here in
0: the studio with us now for um, a
1: quick interview yeah
0: so um, Cerberus nice to to, to have you here (laughs) this is Gemma's idea nice to have you here on Conversation Street Cerberus (laughs) So, um, Tammy, what was it like filming that sad, sad scene with uh, with Maureen Lipman? Oh,
1: oh,
0: oh. <coughs> Well, yeah, exactly. Maureen yeah. Lipman is a is a high class thesp, isn't she? Yeah. it must have been. I mean, oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, any any future plans sir, for us? Anything else on the woodwork that you might want to tease for us? Oh, oh, oh. oh well, I look forward to that. That was the, good, I wasn't think it? That's the, Yeah, by thanks oh, he's just done, he's in. just done a wee up against the oh. world server. Oh, you can't take him anywhere. Um, well,
1: that was great.
0: <laughs> that was great, wasn't it? Thanks,
1: <laughs> thanks for interviewing him, Michael. You know I can't do the interviews. You know,
0: no, it's always me, isn't it? Um, okay, I <laughs> where do you go from there? I'll tell you where we go from there. The very next award, I think it's time we moved on.
1: <laughs> We've got to that stage in the evening. Everyone's getting a bit drunk. All of the audience has been gassing up
0: we've heard the stories about the soap stars at drinking. these award shows.
1: now it's time for a fight
0: <laughs> the ecky thump award it's
1: the ecky thump award for best scuffle yes and we have some we went through all of them we we ended up breaking it down to these nominees we've got david versus griff
0: yes yeah, so that was when he came into his house and there was a bit of a, a dust up yeah, behind the sofa pension,
1: yeah Daniel versus Justin, mm-hmm. and this was outside Victoria. It's, no,
0: this is outside the uh, the Rovers. It's That's down right. the, side yeah. of the Rovers. When he, when he gives them a bit. Doof. Yeah.
1: Bernie versus Linda. This was at the wedding cake with cake bike, smearing, indeed. which is a tradition in America, but not over here.
0: We don't do that thing over here, <laughs> unless you're Bernie and Linda.
1: Chester versus Henry. Of course, we mean <laughs> Chesney. But this was um, when they fought over Gemma's hand. Yes. And Stephen versus Tim, which was the bit where they were in the car together. In the Super
0: Soap Week on the Monday super episode, where he strangles him with his they tie were... and then events as a, as a chase and clunks him on the head.
1: Lovely. Are you doing the winner? Oh, yes.
0: It's, yes, it's me, isn't it? I'll, 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 I'll announce this is the why, winner right now. This I, is
1: why they're not doing the Soap Awards this year. They asked us to do it and they they, um, they did a trial uh, with us and we just fluffed I it. think that we've,
0: we've had a lot fewer fluffs than Jane McDonald did, I'll tell you that. But
1: she's... <laughs> magnificent how can you say that
0: <laughs> right the winner of the 2023 ecky thump award for best fight goes to steven versus tim
1: yeah another award
0: for todd boyce but he is joined this year by uh joe team um for this brilliant bust up um i i think compared to the other fights which were just a b- bit of a punch this was the this was the most action-packed one and i think a very worthy winner
1: yeah this was um we we didn't want to put in for the nominees we could have put Stephen versus everybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had to
1: pick the best fight that Stephen had. The well,
0: there was even that other f- one with Tim in the, in yes. the flat, wasn't there? Where he gets yeah. his head uh, smashed in.
1: Yeah, but we- the other ones weren't really fair and ended in a death. And yeah. uh, this was just so much fun, this sequence, wasn't it?
0: It was, it was. This is, I mean, everybody tunes into the Super Soap Week expecting there to be some kind of fireworks. And we knew that this feud between him and or Stephen and Tim had been building up over the course of the year. I mean, right back at the beginning of 2023, I, one of my predictions, I think, was how Tim would be ultimately there for Stephen's demise. But um, yeah, having having that taxi sequence where um, Tim's just found the body, hasn't he, in the roof box, and then he gets it. Into his car, Stephen. His taxi, it, yeah, yeah it's, it's a bit of a jump scare, isn't it? Because we didn't realise that Stephen is there, and he's like, "Hey Tim, take me for a ride." Um, <laughs> and then they go off on a little bit of a jaunt against the volume wall, don't they? And uh, I, I, I love the tension building up in that scene where Stephen takes his tie off, and all, all the way through, I think, "How's it going to happen?" What. Could, could Tim be his next victim I think we didn't realise I did I th- we didn't believe that Tim actually would be bumped off this week but when no. he started taking his tie off I was like yes, well, the perfect murder weapon but
1: Tim's phone also goes off and he and, and oh yes there Stephen was it's was the birdie recogn- song wasn't recognises it recognises the ringtone like oh yeah
0: yeah yeah Tim's trying to say tie. oh it's everyone has this ringtone but yeah he takes the tie off and he's like oh, I hate them they're the noose around your neck from nine to five and uh, <laughs> like, oh yes is he gonna do it is he gonna do it uh, and we start to see it wrapping around his hands like he's gonna garrot him and then this is where he realizes that tim's taking him not to the place that he wanted to but down corporation road and he's like, hey tim what what's on corporation road it's the police station and then at that point he grabs around around the back of the neck starts strangling him the car swerves all over the place tim Fair play to him. Thinks on his feet, and I know, well, this he's is why I like feet, this. he's not on his feet, he's on his ass. And he moves. Yeah, he uh, Gets his chair.
1: He crushes Stephen's yeah. legs with his chair to escape, which is the smartest thing he's ever done in his life.
0: Yeah, just yeah. When when uh, well, and then he when the chips starts,
1: are down, he's actually uses uses his brain. Well,
0: that's his one good idea for the day gone, though, isn't it? For the week, for the month, maybe because then he goes check um, being away. chased by Stephen and stops to tie his <laughs> shoelaces. <laughs> <up>. Safety first. <laughs> Um, yeah, I mean, this could have been another nominee for the Garaway Award, to be honest, couldn't it? But we didn't want to have Steven scenes for all of them. But uh, yeah, for, for pure action and fun and seeing Tim get clonked round the head with a metal this pole. This was the
1: best, this was the best Ecky thump of the year.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I, I love this one. Very fun scene. Um, and we did have a couple of extra fights later on after the nominations opened with, like, uh, Daniel and Ryan having that fight with Tony Punch and Ed, but they will just have to go into the pot for next year, won't they?
1: Yeah, the second place was Bernie versus Linda, which is quite an interesting yeah. choice. And then Daniel versus Justin. But
0: this this really was quite landsliding <laughs> for yes, Stephen really and Tim. Was. And uh, we've got an acceptance speech for this, and it's not Todd Boyce again. We have been in touch with um, Joe Dettine, who was very kindly... Um, provided us with an acceptance speech and if you listen really carefully you might hear a bit of a cameo as well so over to you joe hello it's
2: joe de here my lovely wife sally Carmen has just told me that uh i've won the ecky thump award uh for the storyline with stephen for, best scuffle, for yeah. best scuffle um yeah i think if tim had a not tidy shoelace he might have got away with that possibly possibly but anyway um if i had got away with it i wouldn't have won the yucky thump award so it's all good isn't it anyway thank you very much happy new year
0: happy new year hello love it's time for our next award. <laughs> this is the LL Love Award, where we award the best new couple every year. It's also the one that I'm always on tenterhooks to find out whether we'll get five nominees every year. But you know what we have? They may not have all lost the course. They might not all be together. we've but...
1: never had a year where all of the nominees made it to the end. It is a end. soap
0: opera after all. <laughs> um, who are our nominees this year, Gemma? We've
1: got Dee and Joel, Hope and Sam, Ardy and Courtney... Max and Sabrina, and Jenny and Stephen. Lovely.
0: Well, um, some of them are still together. We got, you know, more than half of those are still together. That's not that's not a bad uh, at all, really. No, not really. Um, oh, Didi and Joel, I'd have liked have to have it? seen. Yeah, Didi and Joel are together. Did they spit up? No, no. He was helping. He was. She was having a cry
1: in the car oh, with right, him just yeah. the other day, wasn't she? <laughs> He's was like, does this mean? We're back together, all. yeah, you just yeah. I would out.
0: have liked to have seen more Jenny and Stephen, but uh, it was fun while it lasted. Um, I want to, I want to see who it is. Gemma, who's the winner of the L.O. Love Award?
1: The winner of the L.O. Love Award for the best new romance of 2023 goes to Hope and Sam. Ah,
0: oh, how sweet! Yes, Puppy it's very love.
1: sweet and and. Hopefully platonic.
0: Yeah, I, I, I would. They've held hands. That's all. That's all we that's need from this at the moment. But this is you know.
1: why it's our perfect relationship. They held. Yeah. They held hands.
0: Yeah, um, that
1: means they're married.
0: I think this goes to say this was the winner. We had uh, Jenny and Stephen in second place, and then Max and Sabrina yeah. third. Um, it does kind of go to show that Coronation Street or Conversation Street listeners Coronation Street viewers maybe you've lost faith in grown up relationships because you know they'll just mm. fall out and fight and one's going to cheat on the other yeah. but um, Sam and Hope well, although to be, to be uh, Hope was a little bit worried about Sam's interest in Eliza earlier this year as well wasn't she
1: what will Sam do when he finds out that Hope was trying to buy vapes
0: I th- I don't um, think he would do it. He, has he
1: found that
2: already? I
0: think he found. I don't I remember. Don't I don't know. But um, I think that putting these two actors together has been has been so, so lovely because yeah. they're they're both fantastic performers. Jude Ryordan, we've already sung the praises of Bella Flanagan. Is uh, I'm I'm loving her more and more every year. She's she's fantastic, and to have this kind of nerdy, quietly spoken. Um, sort of boy with a, with a nasty arsonist who's definitely got a mean streak in her it's a definite chalk and cheese just relationship just like you and me isn't, isn't it? it it's exactly like a really you and nice me. sweet Maybe man and that's a that's why we enjoy woman. it so much mm-hmm. Um, I've just I've lo- the my my favourite bit was when they do you remember when they had a date earlier this year and Sam went round to number nine with his suit and tie on? Yes. he was sitting there I think Fizz was still there back then as well it was so and he had like a box of chocolates date for night her suit. it was absolutely lovely and then and they obviously had a bit of a falling out over the Eliza incident because um, it was it was Hope who um, tried to uh blow up the the speed dial, didn't she? Because Sam was doing the science experimenty thing for the at, at the party and she causes the whole thing to go up in flames. Oh yeah. Um so they split up but um, she can't help herself. She's irresistible and hope uh, and Sam were soon reunited at Halloween and they had the little handy holding scene. Yes. I just it's really really sweet and I I'd, I'd love to see um this I just want to see it keep on going over the over the years, and like I said earlier, I don't think we're going to be seeing tons and tons of of, of Sam and and Hope as the actors get into you know the exam stages of their lives. So it would be lovely to feel that this was just something going on in the background, and uh, if they are still with us in the show in. Five ten years time, then you know maybe we'll see it as a as a grown up relationship. Well, I
1: mean, who knows if they'll stay together for that long? But I would hope if they were still in the show together, there would be this very deep bond.
0: Yes. They've been through a lot. Haven't yeah, they have. Those two. Um, well, Ian McLeod was speaking about them earlier this year and he, he, he said that oh, we're going to be building a friendship with Hope and Sam that's going to verge on a very innocent preteen romance a little bit and then try to navigate those waters. It will always have a Hope twist on it because she's maybe wired a bit differently than most kids her age. She won't necessarily yeah. get help, but we'll see a more down-to-earth, grounded side to her, which I think we have. I was, um, yeah, I, I've definitely noticed we've had less of the... Um, the mean hope this year haven't we? the cruel hope the the um the sort of hope that made her have to go to that special school in Birmingham and whether it's been her um getting to know her dad through the audio book that we that we saw earlier this year and the the this this sweet preteen romance with sam um it's been lovely to see that she is actually a a human being in there as well
1: both super talented actors yeah
0: yeah both. absolutely <clears throat> so Ian mcleod also compared them to pj and duncan which is an an odd one he says oh hopefully we're going to try and pj and duncan them up as in keep them going from the the, Young, the the, the, youth team to the adults. up to, uh, to adults and have them. Does that be... mean they're
1: going to present everything?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe. We won't be able to get rid of them. <laughs> this is the first of many, many awards that they will receive for a duo no, if they're they going to be anything receiving like that.
1: They'll be giving them out.
0: Well, no, they get the, they oh, get they the do, best presenter they? award at the NTAs every year. Isn't that fun? <laughs> um, we have got an acceptance speech this time from Bella Flanagan, who's kindly come onto the show to say thank you very much for getting the L.O. Love Award, so over to you, Bella. Hi, Conversation
1: Street. Thank you for choosing Hope and Sam as your winners for your best partnership award. This means a lot to us, because we're the best of friends in real life, and we, can, we hope we can continue to make you smile in 2024 thank you and happy new
0: year and not only that but we have a message from Jude as well similar to before he wrote us some things I'm going to read it out for him I am buzzing that Bella and me have won a favorite couple I know Bella is just as happy as I've spoken to her we've loved playing Sam and Hope and are made up that you're loving the partnership I think I'm the brains and she's the (laughs) brawn thank you very much Jude now let's move on to our next award
1: don't know about you, Michael, but I could do with a right laugh
0: about that. I do that. love a right laugh. Yeah. Is it time for our Right Laugh Award for that's, the funniest character? That's
1: right. It is. <laughs> I,
0: thought, I thought it was.
1: <laughs> We've got five I nominees. I know. I've
0: planned this.
1: Funniest characters of the year. We have decided to nominate Dev, Bernie, Debbie, Evelyn
0: and Glenda. Yeah, is all make us laugh in different all ways. I love these characters so much. <laughs> Whether it's I I mean a lot of them are required taste as well. Dev, we think, is absolutely brilliant, but I think it really winds people up. Bernie, De- Debbie, I I love, Debbie oh, is Debbie's magnificent. They use her more. She's so she's amazing. and we saw Sue Devaney on stage a couple of months yes. ago and she's just as fantastic as She's so energetic as well. I Glenda. think it's because she's
1: like she she's so petite. They've taken like all the energy of like a big big strapping man and like condensed it. And that's what when energy gets condensed, it becomes even more intense. <laughs> it
0: becomes you know? And yeah. then
1: if you if you were to make her even smaller, she might explode in an <laughs> atomic bomb.
0: Um, we have got also uh, Evelyn as well. I mean, everybody loves Evelyn, and she's she's gained so many fans over the years uh, as we we've, as we've, we've warmed to her and softened to her. But um, who's won? Let's find out. The winner of the Right Laugh Award in 2023 for Funniest Character goes to... Evelyn Plummer. Yeah! Yeah! Hooray, hooray, hooray. Um, it had to be. I mean, this this is almost, if we're not careful, going to go the Way of the and Nora walks it's going to be a one-horse race. Not that the others don't deserve it, but I know that Evelyn is hugely popular. Yes. Um, she got about half, just under half of the votes, um, with Dev coming in second and then Glenda in third. But uh, yeah, it was it was definitely uh, Evelyn's to win here. Oh.
1: Oh, she's so great she's had some funny scenes this year one of them was catching tyrone and fizz out when they were yes, role playing at the hotel that
0: scene was so so good we were looking at um, scenes of the year for our patreon episode just recently and uh and that was one of the ones that stood out in my memory when she goes there and uh fizz is there in her blonde wig and uh even <laughs> confronts her there's a lot like she's I can't remember, she says something about role play um when i when i want to have my life spiced up i have a chicken gel phrase. <laughs>
1: Something and,
0: like that, and so from that at the beginning of the year to the Captain Birdseye um, dig about stew, just the last episode. Is it? She's had so many brilliant ones.
1: Is it just because we're we're horrible? As as a nation that we love evil in so much because most of our comedy is just making fun of well, I think, people. I
0: think that British tend to like dry, sarcastic humour. And we so also Evelyn's like right the each three. other. Exactly, and this we've, is this is why David's another. You know, he hasn't yeah. had a lot to do this year, sadly, but he's a, he's, he's a another favourite one, yeah. and he's won the Right Laugh Award before. And De- um,
1: Dev is like you laugh at him really, and he's he's quite that that he's a different sort of comedic character mm. isn't he
0: yeah yeah and it's been fun this year we she she's had so many good um lines and, and scenes over the year with Tyrone where she's been sort of digging him but this year we've seen more of her with Roy where she's almost been denying her feelings for him by making fun of him and uh, obviously Cassie as well it's just given her a bit more foil so um, I've absolutely loved all the extra Evelyn stuff in 2024 and long may it continue and it's not just us that love her she also won the best comedy performance at the British Soap Awards as well she so, did um, yeah loved all around for her comedy stylings <laughs> and I hope that we've got evelyn on the cobbles for many many years to come well
1: isn't it a sign of how fantastic maureen lipman is that she's got the awards it's kind of two awards here she's got one for being hilarious and one for one of the most tragic exits that's really true actually
0: she's yeah the two extremes isn't it she she can do it all she makes laugh makes cry um congratulations maureen lipman um not here with us today no she couldn't be present <laughs> she, she's in her castle yeah, I'm sure she <laughs> this sends Christmas. Her... I'm sure she does I'm sure she's she, could... she
1: thrilled to get these awards mega mega thrilled absolutely um, and we couldn't ask Cerberus in to you can't, you can't to have him on twice it because twice he wasn't, it wasn't it. funny when he died
0: <laughs> um, but shall we move on to the next one <laughs> yes Bye, Gemma, it's time for our next award. The Bayek Award for the most shocking surprise twist of the year. Can
1: I just demonstrate?
0: What? <gasps> yeah, just like that. We want to do the awards for scenes that made us do exactly that mm-hmm. sound. Mm-hmm. Which doesn't happen as much as we like it to on Coronation Street. But um, every Again, now and then they do trying, like to put a, a curveball.
1: We're trying to encourage.
0: Yes, just like with the Geraway Award, it's our way of saying, <laughs> do more of this. Do more, This please. has always been our way of saying... Keep more from us. Don't spoil it all. Don't Don't put it in the papers. Don't let the media know. Have us be surprised on the night because we always, always love it when something comes and takes us by surprise. And this year, our nominations start off with Ryan being hit by acid instead of Daisy, as people were expecting. The uh, the shocking revelation that Beck was Sabrina All along. or oh, Sabrina was back. One of the others. <laughs> Peter's killing of Stephen in the End of Super Soap Week. We knew that he would be bumped off somehow, but who was it gonna be? Shelley's sudden death and then the Daisy kissing Ryan scene um after his um testimony in court. So, um who shall we pick? Gemma, would you like to well it's not, it's not us picking. Who has been picked? Sorry, Gemma. Take over here, save me. <laughs> I will. That's yeah. the winner.
1: Okay. the winner of the Bayek Award for the most shocking moment of 2023 goes to Ryan's hit by acid.
0: What? Well, good. I'm Ow. glad that one. Ow is indeed what you would say if you're hit by acid, and that's what Ryan himself said. I think that Ryan Prescott, the Ow. actor behind him did a, a fantastic job. Who throws of, uh, that, acid? Honest, honestly, when, when you think back to those scenes, the, the screams that he was able to drum up from within his soul um, was yeah, certainly harrowing indeed. And uh, the, there was so much kind of blur on the camera for those scenes, especially when Daisy takes him up to the shower. But um, I, I think just the sound did it? it. It was enough.
1: Yeah, you didn't need any um, more than
0: that. This got 69.7% of the vote um, and in second place we had the Bre- Beck is Sabrina twist um, with Peter killing Stephen coming in bronze place. But uh, yeah, this was the definitely the, the runaway the winner here. The percentage, yeah. Um, it's... It, I say it was a surprise twist. It was certainly intended to be a surprise tis, twist. Unfortunately, I think it was spoiled in some corners of the internet beforehand. I can't remember how. I think... Um, I think it was leaked. I think, yeah, maybe like a Yahoo somebody. article published it. No, where, somebody before yeah, they somebody messed
1: done.
0: up. We, yeah, the, I think the media had been told beforehand, but it was a case of don't don't reveal this until the night. But um, I certainly saw on Reddit beforehand that it was going to happen, which is a shame. But hopefully the vast majority of the viewers went into this episode thinking it was going to be Daisy who would be doused, but instead it was Ryan. And um, well, that's the the way that the storyline has taken off from there. Just imagine how different the the year would have been had it been Daisy who had had the acid on her face.
1: Yeah, I mean, there was loads of speculation because we knew that there was going to be an acid attack. We
0: we knew that. And
1: Daisy was the target. And I remember us talking, you know, gosh, how is this going to... How are like, they going to show are they it? Gonna Beautiful do?
0: Charlotte Jordan. Yeah. What's they going to do are with the really prosthetics? They're going
1: to do this. I mean,
0: there's a lot of the stuff where we thought, surely they can't do that, can they? They have done just with Ryan because he's had to wear that makeup since, you know, when was this? March time that this happened? Okay. April maybe that we saw the scars? And I know he's left the programme at the moment, but I don't think there's many of us that think we're not going to be seeing him back very, very soon. But uh, yeah, so. Um, Daisy all the publicity coming into this was about Daisy's acid attack. Justin is gonna throw acid at Daisy. Um mm-hmm. we had uh, we even had the Princess Royal visit the Coronation Street set earlier this year, Princess didn't we? Ah, yeah. As she is the patron of the patron of the Acid Survivors Trust. So it, it was very well publicised that that was gonna happen. But the fact that Ryan Prescott was there for her visit, <laughs> as was Sally Ann Matthews, so uh, it could yeah. have been Jenny that jumped in there. But um so I I think some people were speculating, but hopefully it did take uh, people by surprise. It was, um, and it's won quite a few awards of it on on its own merit since it's got got British Soap awards for the best single episode, the scene of the year, um, and yeah, it's just been uh, it's been very very popular, um, and so much story has spun out of it.
1: Yeah, and and again, great performances from Ryan Pesk Prescott and mm. also um, Charlotte Jordan. They, yeah when
0: she's down on the floor when she's dragging Ryan around desperation. The, the shower scene when she, she takes him in there. I, I loved um, the bit where she's running down to the kitchen and trying to pulling out all the drawers and the cupboards to try and find the scissors and there's like lots of quick cuts there yes. to, to heighten the, the tension yeah, and then the, of course you've got Abby coming along as mm. well to save the day when she goes up, follows the paramedics sees them up in their hat, mat suits in the rovers upstairs in the rovers as well that yeah. was a, that was a that big was she, surprise twist that was a Bayek well, the rovers has us. an upstairs because yeah. we had
1: just done a whole bloody video yeah, about oh
0: yeah we had done, we just we had done about the changing video. state of the rovers
1: oh yeah we did didn't yeah. we
0: we changed the video at the last moment um, That
1: that was that is why this won the Bayek award
0: yes yes very well deserved uh, great scene and uh, we have got Ryan Prescott here to say a little thank you for his um, for awarding him the
2: award <laughs> thank you very much for this um, very sweet of you all um, yeah thank you for the The Buy eck Award for the most surprising plot twist. Um, And thank you to all your viewers and listeners. And I hope you all had a very Merry Christmas and all the best for 2024. Cheers.
1: This is the moment we've all been waiting for. It's the big one, everybody. This is That's Champion for the best storyline of the year.
0: Yes, the most fiercely contested of them all and um, there have been lots of big stories this year. I mean, with our nominees we've got Amy's Rape Story huge at the time um, Stephen's Reign of Terror you know, you've got Serial Killer on the loose, that's going to be up there for the nominations. Paul's MND Story, which has been heart-wrenching, I've absolutely loved that one. Um, the Acid Attack Story, of course, we've just been talking about it, that seems to have stretched pretty much the whole year and uh, finally we've got the, uh, the big Rovers selling story which kind of kicked off in the summer saw the return of Henry Newton amazing and uh and this you know now the road is just about to reopen again as this, of recording
1: this was <laughs> quite a tough category to pick wasn't it because you
0: really really was. there are
1: some really I, I didn't yeah I don't know how you pick these but the the top three were actually quite close
0: yes it was a very Tightly fought race, yes. indeed. Which is good, it should be. They shouldn't, I, I mean, often there is one big story that seems to be year. the obvious yeah. winner, but this year it really, really wasn't. So, uh, out of all, I was most excited to see who was going to be the winner of this. And I think that hopefully our listeners are on the edge of their seats as well. So, Gemma, would you like to um, put them out of their misery?
1: The winner. With a whole
0: bunch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Go for it.
1: The winner of that champion award for the best storyline of 2023 goes to. Stephen's Reign of Terror.
0: Hooray, Stephen's murder spree has done it. Well done, Stephen Reed. As you say, very, very close. So Stephen was at number one, um, Paul's MND story in uh, two, and then the acid attack at three. But I, I think if any of those had won, um, that would have been would a good I would have been happy result. with any of those, yeah, to be yeah. honest with you. But um, we
1: do love Stephen here, don't we? Poor, misunderstood, I, I saint, think, saint Uncle Stephen. I
0: think when you think back to... 2023 Stephen's, Stephen's story for better or for worse is going to be what's going to stick in lots of people's heads but you know I, I have adored it. Um,
1: it just brought so much chaotic energy to the show it's mm. so unpredictable yeah. you, you never knew what he was going to get up to and the, they really had fun with some of the sort of landmark episodes that they made with this Rufus's death the LSD um, even stuff like him putting the body in the canal yeah. it, it's kind of tragedy and comedy all in one he was so sinister so scary so intimidating um, he could have killed Tim you know there was a moment where one of the fan But well, favorites... this is the
0: story I think that's got most people speculating the most out yeah. of everything the year because you there's know, a lot with, of talk with the Paul story, about this. We, we know where that's heading the acid story I, I mean, it felt you know it, Ryan it and Daisy going to get story, together yeah. but this one was literally who's he going to kill Next, who's the next victim gonna be? And sadly there were no other victims after Rufus, but I still very much enjoyed the, the ride thinking, come on, it's gotta be Elaine, they brought her back, kill, Let's kill her <laughs> off. That that scene where he uh, he leaves her for dead in the flat um was brilliant, and, and, and the and this the idea that he was gonna take her up to the peak district as well to push her off a mountain. I'd have loved to have seen that, but we did get a good um showdown with Tim instead after uh, after that. But it, it's it's just, also yeah. not an
1: issue story.
0: No, no, it's not. I mean, sometimes we do have the issue stories winning there. So in last 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 year, the that's champion winner was the Toya Amy. Sorry, Toya Abbey and Imran drama, which was certainly not issuesy. But um, as much as Corey does like to say, um, like show real life issues and get the charities involved and raise awareness of this that and the other this does go to show that at our hearts we do like a just a plain old mindless soap silly storyline which is which is what what well, this was ultimately we don't
1: have to worry about hurting people's feelings do we
0: um hopefully not well, I, I, I don't mean, know whether there are any so there are a few... real life victims of hole punch bludgeonings out there that know. are writing to off uh, off about this I, I, I don't know but um, it's it's also the story that's it's it's clearly people have been interested to know what's going to happen because Stephen's final week helped real give give a ratings boost. Curry started the year with, what, five million or so, and it went down a bit over the course of the year. But for that week in October, where we... uh, finally got to see him meet his maker. That that was back in the five millions again. So people are obviously, well, well wanted Invested. to know and wanted to see him off. What is to See him zipped up in that body bag at the end, I think. But uh, yeah, this, this has got people talking. It had some of the, the best location shoots, some of the best stunts. Um, oh, it was great. Oh, and, and that, that LSD scene, honestly, we, we spoke about that one as well on our Patreon episodes recently, didn't we? And um, they, they, they just went to town with it they, it was like they said what What are some of the things that we can have him let's just have him have him all let's Do have everything. Sarah's face melting let's have him have psychedelic mop let's have disappearing maid morphing uh, picture let's have multiple victims appear it was it was superb and uh, Todd Boyce has been a good sport throughout the whole of it as well
1: oh I just think he's great he's so yeah. good and I love the story and I I was always gonna love this story you, you put a serial killer on Coronation Street and I'm happy for the year <laughs>
0: It does make me wonder like, what's going to be next in 2024. What's the big story going to be? There have been a few stories that teased for the yeah, next bit, 12 months, but, but I don't, I don't think know. We've, we know yet what the big one is. Ian McLeod has spoken about X and Y character are going to be set front and centre of the big story, but no idea at all what it's going to be. But uh, hopefully, um, it's going to live up to the legacy of, of this story with Stephen, uh, which has been a lot of fun. And uh, speaking of Stephen, of course, we can end this episode without having yet one more appearance from Todd Boyce to say thank you very much for everybody who's voted for him. So here he is.
2: Conversation Street, thank you so much for that champion. Uh, it's just a, such a such an honor to get that award. It's 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 means so much. It was a great storyline, and uh, I did it to the best of my abilities. And uh, here we've got an award for it from Conversation Street. I'm I'm so pleased. Uh, this is three awards, a hat trick. Uh, I'm I'm just I'm being spoiled, and I'm 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 so grateful uh, for the votes. I really am. Thanks so much. I Appreciate it. All best. <laughs>
0: And now it's the final award of the night. This is a special one. This is a mad for it award where we say a big, big thank you to our listener of the year. It's always so difficult to choose because we've got so many, many, many lovely listeners out there. But um, every year we decide to pick one in honour of um, Diane Williams, who was better known as Tivore in the fan community, who sadly passed away um, about five years ago, I think it was now. So um, this is the one where we pick people who've uh, made a huge contribution. Exactly, exactly people who've made a huge contribution to the Conversation Street um, audience, either the, through the Facebook group or through emails or through general positivity and messages. Um, it's I, I, I love the fact that we've got this award because I think it's nice to be able to to, I think they should do this at the big awards to be honest I think they should we invite the fans it. up at the British Open Awards yeah. maybe they'll tell us they'll do it next year and that's why they cancelled it because nobody else wanted to come along <laughs> <Not> Michael <laughs> and Gemma are going to be there Gemma I'm going to leave it to you my glamorous assistant to announce the winner of the Madra Award this year
1: the Mad Frit Award for 2023 is Rory McCallion. Oh, oh thank you so Ray. much, Rory. You've been so fantastic this Ooh, year. Oh,
0: brilliant. He's such a bundle of positivity, isn't he? He and is. Expert Corrie knowledge.
1: And he also, he's, a, he's an ITV employee. Well, he's not really. He works for Continuum. <laughs> he works on the tour. So he's got the insider knowledge. Yes. He um, uploads uh, some of the photos of non-spoiler things for us. He's um, always there with some some information. He helps out some of our um people on our our Facebook page you want to go and visit.
0: Yeah, that's true actually. So when some people have got tour questions on the Facebook group he's, he's always, always there to really jump helpful. In. He's so enthusiastic. He lets he loves us loves know his job. like what's what the updates in the shop and like, other new merchandise and things that are coming. His but enthusiasm,
1: he... sometimes you know, it can get a bit much we especially if you have a bad week on Corrie and you're feeling a bit down and it's a fans like Rory who are just enthusiastic and and happy and I mean, we, we've um, we've met him as well, haven't we? We've um, Yeah, yeah, i got
0: a photo with him. Yeah. It, was it earlier
1: this year or was it last year? I can't remember He's just now. a lovely guy and yeah. we're so pleased to be able to give you this award. Thank you so much for Thank you for, very much. i spreading
0: the good word of Conversation Street as well. Well done, Rory. Yes. Thank you very, very yeah, much.
1: Yeah, yeah, we'll give you some leaflets to hand
0: out. <laughs> You've got a whole jaw full of Please. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so thanks. And everybody also, thank you. This This award is just for everybody for listening. We really appreciate you. And also, just want to give a thank you to everybody who has provided um with us with a thank you message or video yes. thank it, you very much, it's really yes. nice of people to take the time out especially this time of year at christmas time. i know it's always so it's really so busy. busy um but if you've taken the time to thank us and the fans it means a lot really honestly mm. and we're so privileged and grateful and it's because of the listeners that we we're able to have this podcast that means enough that people are willing to take the time exactly. to to do these videos. Thank
0: you to everybody who voted. who yes. spreaded the word about the votes. Who retweeted it, reposted it, re whatevered it. Um, it's all it's it's brilliant seeing all the votes coming and uh, yeah. and knowing people are interacting us. Yes, I know that lots of people are, always look forward to the awards. So I hope this has been another. Good hope you few enjoyed this year. it. Hope that some of the ones that you voted for won. Yeah,
1: definitely. <laughs> it's definitely, some you didn't vote for, right? That won. Same here. No,
0: they're, they're, they're <laughs> are, yeah, we we've, we've not said at all. We've, got no, we haven't we, said. we've kept it quiet.
1: Um, and also, please feel free to share this and uh, mention who won what and yes, argue do. about it and complain about it or or shout it from the rooftops and say how glad you are or how mad you are because any kind of engagement really does help us and the more people that we get engaged with the more people hopefully listen yes
0: yeah, so, I mean hopefully you've also seen that we've posted something on YouTube our abridged version of the award show do go and check that out and, and yes, post about it as well well you're listening to this a, as a
1: podcast yes but some of these are video messages and you might want to go in over them. there and see what well, they I'm sure
0: we'll post them separately but. you probably know what they look like <laughs> um, yes yeah, so go and, go and have a look at that Going like that and etc 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 and uh, and that's it. That is it for another year. Uh, I what think this is being year. published on in 2024. So the, the year is just beginning. But we've also got we still got our uh, main end of year final thoughts of 2023 because there's a whole lot more that happened this year that we've not had time to properly digest. So that plus our predictions for 2024 will be coming to a podcast soon. And of course the Bobbins Awards, which always <laughs> take place every January. No but acceptance we... speeches. <laughs> no acceptance speeches for the bobbins awards somehow uh, where we talk about all the bits that were a bit rubbish
1: yeah we don't we don't message a nice someone way. and say hi we gave you an award because not like It's not about like acting you. that's bad. No, it's, it's really just not. generally
0: the plots and We're things. We're so lucky on Coronation <laughs> Street that we...
1: I don't think that we need to worry about giving out an award for that. That's really <laughs> horrible.
0: And well, some of it's also just they have nasty characters as well. They, so yeah, well. well,
1: this is why I like this. This, you know, we, we, talk, we say what we want about Corey. We can be mean, we can be nice... But I would this, hope that we're constructed in our criticism. Yeah, this this episode is all about celebrating the very best that we enjoyed. Every single nominee has been brilliant and... Um, yeah, very
0: much deserved, every single one there.
1: We're so happy to be able to celebrate the the ups of Coronation Street in this year and it really have been some really great things that have happened. So yeah, thank yeah. you to everybody that made Coronation Street this year. You guys uh, work so hard and I don't know how you do it because... We just sit around and complain all the time. But this is, you know, this is for you. This is for us to, this is us admitting that. We, we do like it we love it yeah, it's pretty, pretty good we isn't do. it pretty we good. think you're great and we love you right. and uh, so enjoy everybody the, the beginning of a new yeah, year yeah happy new year new time on Corrie what will we be talking about this time next year in our awards I don't know I'm so excited to find out yeah
0: really no idea but um, I guess we'll, we'll enjoy and find out with everyone else thank you for listening everybody yeah. don't forget to like subscribe etc etc and we will see you very soon for the next episode of Conversation Street ta-ra ta-ta Bye! <laughs> the music for this episode came from podcastthemes.com.